One. Good morning, guys. Tony Pellegrini here. I've got Ammon Harris uh, from uh, Southern Utah University's ACES with us today, talking with us about um, learning, teaching and learning at SUU, and he's going to be focusing on learning today. Um, we're uh, appreciative of your participation and, and uh, listening to uh, our podcast about uh, about teaching and learning at SUU. So, Ammon, could you take a moment or two to tell us a little about ACES? What is this ACES? And then just a little bit, too, about uh, how you've been successful as a learner here at SUU. Absolutely. So um, the ACES program, it's, it's actually a newer, um, rather innovative program for um, incoming students especially, but then it's, it's kind of more for any, any student that goes to Southern Utah University. Um, ACES is actually an acronym, and it stands for Assistant Coach for Excellence and Success. And so what we do is um, we're assigned – about a hundred or some odd students um, to be kind of their mentor and their liaison between, especially incoming students between high school into college, because we know there's a massive shift um, and it's a life-changing difference between what it's like to be a high school student and a college student. You know, for the majority of the time, you're not living with your parents anymore. You have to start paying for things on your own. There's a lot of different. Um, things that a lot of people don't realize when they come into college. So they get a mentor and that's an ACE. And so there's about 20 of us and we each have a hundred to 110 students. Um, and we help them with almost anything outside. Well, anything from tutoring in math to, you know, sometimes even if it's like relationship issues or there's people are having issues, you know, finding friends or anything like that. Um, we're just there to kind of be their, their mentor coming into school. I mean, let me inter- let me inter- inter- interrupt just for a second because I'm curious. Yeah. Oh my gosh, 100, 110 people you're mentoring. How do you keep up with that? That to me sounds like a full time job. Yeah. Um, well, luckily we've got a great boss, Eric Kirby um, and Ryan Bailey. They both try and help us out quite a bit. Um, I think I think the main thing that we try and do is just make sure we we focus on those that probably need our help the most. Um, not that we are trying to like pick and choose favorites or anything. That's nothing like that. But I think it's when it comes to 110 students, we recognize that, you know, we can't spend 24 hours with 110 students every single day. And that's unrealistic. So it's, it's a little bit of trying to make sure you, you know, there's those that, that might be needing a little bit more help and trying to help them out a tiny bit more more time with those. There's maybe a few others that because you know that they're already connected. I think the big thing that we try and hope for is just make sure that every student feels some sort of connection um, online or not online. <laughs> online would be good too, but no, some sort of connection with uh, someone at SUU. And so if, the, if you know there's someone that we know that is super involved with the student programming board or you know with something else, and we're kind of like, well, hey, I hope you're okay. You know, feel free to come talk to me if you need anything but we might focus our efforts maybe on those that are feeling a little bit lonely or um, especially those if we know that we're struggling with some sort of mental disorder or anything like that um, because they've disclosed it to us, not that we would know that in any way or shape or form over us. That is makes wonderful. Sense. Makes total sense to me. Total sense. And tell us a little bit, Ammon. You've been a student here at SU how long? What are some of the, the skills, the learning skills, the study skills, the connecting skills to professors and to content that you practiced and that you've been successful with? Can you tell us some? 
Um, so my first year, uh, this is I'm going into my third year. Um, luckily, I'm I'm going to be able to graduate this year, so I'm, I'm a little bit not uh, as traditional. But um, my first year, I was told the best thing that you can do as a student um, is to recognize that a big part of college is preparation for your job, and a lot of jobs work from nine to five. And so if you treat that time like you would school, then that would be the best thing that you can do. So if you're from the hours of nine to five, maybe with an exception of an hour of lunch, if you're in class, then you're doing school. If you're not in class, then you're in the library doing school. And so it's focused just on those hours doing school work, just like you would in a regular job, nine to five. Um, my second year, I got a part-time job, so I wasn't able to focus as much, and I started staying after but I still tried to dedicate at least those eight hours a day to school. Um, so maybe it meant that I was in the library a little bit later than five o'clock or anything like that. Um, I think that's the one advice that I heard that helped me out a lot. Um, when it comes to connecting with my professors, I don't think anyone ever told me this, but I remember <laughs> at the end of high school, like the semester of the year ends and there's kind of like a moment with your teacher where you're like, Hey, like I really, you know, appreciate you. And there's, you know, kind of a moment of like goodbye, but in college there wasn't that moment. And I was like, Oh, it just ended. This is kind of sad. So I remember my first semester, I, I went and I sent an email just saying thank you to all my professors. Like, thank you for this semester. I really appreciate it. All that you've done. Um, and I know that didn't help right then at the time, but that helped a ton later because when I had that same professor again, they already knew me and they, they like, I guess it's not, not everyone does that. I thought everyone kind of said thank you to your professors, but that helped out a ton, just a, a moment of gratitude for the time for your professor. Um, office hours are big. Every professor has an office hour, um, has at least five office hours a week. And so that was something huge that I took advantage of. I struggled with astronomy my sophomore year. Um, I took it because I thought it'd be fun, and then it was really hard. So I went into Dr. Pace's office pretty much on daily. So that that is really cool. One little follow-up question I'd love you to address is you mentioned in that nine to five schedule, if there was extra time you went into the library. What how did the library treat you? How did the librarians treat you, the fellow students treat you? Is that a, a comfortable place to study? Is that a comfortable place to connect with your content? Can you talk to us a little about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, I didn't actually see many of the librarians when you first walked in. Um, I think a big part of it is recognizing it. And I think at every school it's different, but at SUU, every floor is a little bit different um, as to what uh, kind of study rules there are. So first floor is a lab, computer lab. Second floor is quiet level. Third floor is loud level. So it kind of just depended on what I needed to get done. If I had a group study, I'd go to the third floor. Um, second floor, I'd go if I, you know, had to get some reading in or, or do some homework or I'd go to the basement. Um, and as far as, like, it feeling welcoming, I think what's nice is it's, I mean, it's in, it, it's a building just dedicated to studying. So when I walked in and I had to study, I knew that um, everybody was kind of doing that. There wasn't, like, a distraction a ton. Well, maybe you stay away from the third floor if you need to get stuff done. But <laughs> it's kind of more of, like, a just a an atmosphere for like that environment, I guess. And, okay. and so that's why I choose the library because sometimes people want to go study in, in the rotunda or something like it's not as like conducive for studying. 
Um, so I don't know, does that answer your question? Absolutely, absolutely. I just, you know, uh, some may not, you know, they think, oh, uh, I'm going to be required to do something in the library specific. But right. it was great to be able to hear those connections. Our time's about up, Ammon. Any last-minute words of advice or suggestion to, to learners as what they could do to, to really succeed as a lear- being a learner here at SUU? I think, I think, I mean, there's a few things that, like, come to mind immediately, Tony, and I hope it's okay. That I no, think he was that fine. He was fine. Yeah. Keep coming. It's just that, like, I think a lot of times people see college as – a a job preparation course. It's a four-year prep to get into a job. Two years of just classes that I don't want to take. Generals is what we'll call them. And then two years into my actual degree, and that's good. And I think there's there's a great push that the ACEs are doing and that a lot of the people in the student success services are trying to do. Um, and it's just learning to learn and recognizing that um, you as a student can try and get an A or you can learn how to learn and learn that learning extends much beyond just after you get your degree. So oftentimes people see college as just an opportunity to get a degree and then to get to where I need to go. And that's great. But I think it's more going to a buffet and only ordering your favorite food. That's great. And you get your favorite food and you probably enjoy it. But there's so much opportunities that you're missing out. Learn how to learn and learn that, okay, I get that, you know, this might not apply to my life in English, but I learned that when I study and I can write an essay, that's going to apply to my life later on in life um, because then I can figure out how to research. And even though I'm a math-minded student, I know now how to research and to find things through and, and like a bunch of information could destiny it down to what I really need or something like that. Um, that's the first thing when it comes to learning how to learn. The second thing I, I, I just want to say that I think is important is finding some sort of intentional connection on campus. Um, college is hard sometimes, um, especially if you move away from home, if you're not with your parents or your high school friends and you come to college. And I came by myself. I'm from Salt Lake area. So I came down to Cedar City about four hours away. And it was probably the best thing that could have happened to me was to be by myself for three weeks and feeling like I didn't have a ton of friends or that I didn't really know anybody. But then pushing myself to just say, hi, I'm Aaron, what's your name? <laughs> and then it kind of helped and it helped grow to the point of, you know, people actually want friends and who knew that, that people would want to actually befriend me, you know? So going out and actually trying to go to school then doing things that matter and um, extending the hands because sometimes even though you might be going through a hard time you could be the difference in someone else's hard time as well so those are the two things I'd say Tony <laughs> I appreciate it I appreciate you you're a great uh, great learner and a great person to be involved with so keep up doing what you're doing um, friends uh, tune back in uh, for our next uh, session with uh, teachers and with students at SUU to discover uh, what's going on with teaching and learning here at SUU. Am appreciate you. Keep up the good work. Appreciate it. You're going to be excited to see you graduate next spring. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, bye-bye now. Bye.